You've tuned in to Naturopathic Earth Radio and Holistic Health News, where you get the latest on medical cover-ups, government malfeasance, toxins being put in our food and home, as well as sound, clean eating principles. We are here to cast a light on what the big sick care industry and its government shills don't want you to know. Don't be a slave to Big Pharma. Break free of the shackles of big food and start your journey now on a long, purposeful life. Become a citizen of naturopathic earth. Here's your host, A. Gregory Luna. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory from Holistic Health News. I hope you are doing well today. Today, we're going to talk about the miracle of life and talk about how babies born by the C-section might have a higher rate of infections. Now, we've talked about C-sections way back when in episode 74 when we talked about 11 reasons where you might not want to choose elective cesarean section. So today we're going to be focusing kind of back on that and talking about one of our favorite topics. And it's not intersexual dynamics. It's going to be the microbiome. We do have, uh, I think, actually, Holistic Health News Episode 1 was about probiotics and episode two is about prebiotics and then we had a, a video or i'm sorry an episode probably around episode 110 about vaginal probiotics whether or not you should be doing that so we do have about four or five episodes on the microbiome so let's hit two we're going to be gleaning off of cnn babies born by c-section have less of their mom's gut bacteria here's why that might be important by katie hunt New research finds there are significant differences between babies born by C-section and babies born vaginally when it comes to the newborn's microbiome. The bacteria that colonizes our gut and play a key role in keeping us healthy. In the largest study of its kind, researchers found that vaginally born babies got most of their gut bacteria from their mom, while babies born via C-section did not. Instead, they had more bacteria associated with hospitals in their gut. However, these differences had disappeared by the time the babies were weaned. Quote, this is from Nigel Field, a clinical associate professor at University College and lead author of this study, which was published in the journal Nature. We think it's a critical moment in life. Babies are sterile in the womb, and the moment they are born is a moment when the immune system has had a huge number of bacteria it's presented with. The hypothesis is that the moment of birth is a thermostatic moment that sets the immune system for future life, close quote. He said during a press conference that the more common bacteria found in C-section babies were called opportunistic pathogens, in other words, bad guys, which can be carried by healthy people without causing any problem, but can cause disease when the immune system isn't working properly or they get somewhere they shouldn't, such as tissues or in the bloodstream. He says these differences largely even out over the time, so by the time babies have weaned about six to nine months, these differences have largely disappeared. We don't know the long-term consequences, so it's important we now follow these findings up with further research to understand what the policy, clinical, and microbiological implications are, close quote. Previous research has shown babies born via C-section are at a slightly higher risk of immune-related conditions such as asthma, inflammatory bowel disease, and other allergic conditions, said Field. So we, we've talked about that in the previous episode, some of the things that put the baby at risk. So look, it, it, just to kind of go back here, 
So when the baby's going down the vag, the vag has its own microbiome, right? That's why you don't need to douche or, or, or clean it or anything like that. Just leave the vagina alone. And so when the baby's going through, the, the bacteria that's in there goes and crawls into the baby's mouth and up the anus. I know this sounds pretty graphic. And then it makes a little home in the in the 25 feet of bowel that the baby, the adult baby, will eventually have. And it sets up a colony. And this is the way it's been since the beginning of time. But when you're born C-section, as the, as the author mentioned, you're going from a sterile environment to essentially the hospital. So as soon as a C-section baby is born, the mom maybe will hold it, and then they put in that little incubator where they do all the, they check the baby and they clean the baby. So as much as they like to clean uh, the room, there's bacteria everywhere. And so that bacteria is not going to be the same bacteria that was in the mother, that was living in the mother. And remember, most bacteria in a human, we have trillions, are beneficial. And they're, probi- they're probiotic. They actually serve a purpose. They help break down our food or they keep a certain area clean or they keep pathogenic bacteria in check. So we like bacteria and fungus that is crawling on our skin, vagina, body cavities, and so forth. So when you bypass that and the baby is brought out of the sterile amniotic sac and put on an incubator and then later wrapped up and put you know, in the maternity ward, they're not being introduced to that beneficial bacteria, and they're more likely to be introduced to bad bacteria, which might increase their chances of having more infections later in their life. To understand more about the development of the microbiome and how the method of birth affected this, researchers studied 1,700 samples of gut bacteria from nearly 600 healthy babies and 175 mums. Fecal samples were taken from babies aged 4, 7, and 21 days old who had been born in UK hospitals by vaginal delivery and C-section. Some babies were also followed up later up to age 1. The study found that babies born C-section had more bacteria that are typically acquired in hospitals and were more likely to have antimicrobial resistance already at 21 days old. Some of the more common bacteria that you acquire at hospitals are going to be Staphylococcus aureus. That was kind of a big problem back you know, 10, 15 years ago. Now you see that even in high schools and communal showers. And then C. diff. Uh, so, what's it? It's, uh, Clostridium difficile. And that one is a major problem in hospitals where the, the way they fix that is through fecal transplants. It's a, it, Essentially, this, this C. diff bacteria infects the large intestines and can cause death. When researchers isolated and sequenced the genomes of more than 800 bacteria, they found that they were the same as strains causing bloodstream infections in UK hospitals. That's not good. All women who have a cesarean in the UK are now offered antibiotics before the baby is born to help prevent the mother developing post-operative infections. Yeah, that's not, I mean, I understand why they do it, but again, we don't really like antibiotics. This means that the baby also receives a dose of antibiotics via the placenta, and the researchers said this could cause some of the microbiome differences seen between the two birth methods. Yeah, I could see that. Remember, it's an atomic bomb that kills your probiotic bacteria. Dr. Allison Wright, a consultant obstetrician and vice president of the Royal College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists, said the research should not stop women from having C-sections. Of course not, because gynos and obstetricians, especially the latter, make tons of money off of C-sections. In many cases, a C-section is a life-saving procedure and can be offered. Can be the right choice for a woman and her baby. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, when it is a truly veritable, life-threatening situation, it should be done. But 
Many times, doctors push this on the women. Let's say the woman's been in labor for 16 hours and she's only maybe five uh, centimeters dilated. And they'll be like, oh, you know, let's just do the C-section. Okay, you know, because they just, you know, they're, they're exhausted, right? They just want to have the baby. And they don't think long term about what this might do to their baby or their their, their future births. Because there's a lot of doctors who will not birth uh, VBAC, right? Vaginal birth after C-section. They won't allow a woman to birth vaginally after one C-section because of the risk of the uterine, of the uterus rupturing. And so if you birth the first one C-section, you might have to birth all of them C-section. Now you're looking at you, your recovery being longer and uh, the child having some of these issues that we're talking about. So we really don't want to do C-sections unless it's absolutely, absolutely necessary. Quote, the exact role of the microbiome in the newborn and what factors can change it are still uncertain, so we don't think this study should deter women from having a cesarean. This study shows that more research is required to improve our understanding of this important area. I love it when when scientists or doctors don't agree with the results of a study, and they'll say, this study shows that more research is required to improve our understanding. In other words, let's keep waiting for studies that actually validate and corroborate how we feel. Instead of just looking at the study, seeing for what it's saying. Professor Andrew Shannon, a professor of obstetrics at King's College, agreed, quote, Cesarean delivery results in fewer bacteria and the baby's gut being like its mother. This is not known to be harmful and the mother who needs a cesarean should not be alarmed. The further effects of this in long-term health need to be evaluated. Well, they've cut a close quote. They've already kind of been evaluated. It's not good. Vaginal swabbing. I don't know about this one. The study also cast doubt on the practice of vaginal seeding. Wow, that sounds kind of like prurient, a little salacious. This, oh, swabbing the vagina and then wiping the fluid on the baby's face or mouth. That's graphic. The aim of the procedure is to give the baby the bacteria it would have been exposed to during vaginal delivery and help kickstart a healthy gut microbiome. Right, that makes sense. But this new research suggests the practice, which is getting more popular among parents to be planning C-sections, isn't grounded in evidence. Previous smaller studies had suggested that vaginal bacteria were swallowed by the baby on its way down to the birth canal. Quote, we didn't see any evidence that those that those are the bacteria that colonize the baby's guts. The bacteria that colonize the baby's guts are the bacteria from the mother's gut, yeah, said Professor Peter Brucklehurst. The practice of vaginal seeding is quite a controversial one. There's no professional group that supports that practice because it could potentially be harmful, really. But here we are suggesting that we can find no biological evidence that it would be effective anyway. Well, I mean... I would say there's probably no harm in doing that. I mean, I guess I suppose there could be some pathogenic. There could be some pathogenic bacteria in the woman's vagina that, if you put it on the kid's uh, mouth, could cause a problem. But again, the bacteria is meant to crawl to the baby's mouth when it's going through the vagina, and you know, moreover, there's a certain there's a certain benefit to kids being exposed to dirt when they're growing up, not just when they're a baby, but let's say when they're a toddler, right? Where we have this fascination where we have to sanitize with Purell every freaking second of the day. And some of the problems with that is triclosan, which is an antimicrobial chemical they put in hand sanitizers as a hormone disruptor. But now they're taking that out. I remember four years ago going through hospitals, because I go to hospitals quite often for my job, going to hospitals and uh, still seeing that how they would use hand sanitizers with triclosan. 
But the thing is, like, we need to be exposed to pathogens because that's how the one of the ways the immune system gets stronger. So you do want your kids to play with dirt. They might eat dirt. They're going to be fine. Expose them to dirtiness unless they have some immunocompromised issue. So the takeaway on this article is pretty simple, guys. C-sections. We don't want to do them unless they're absolutely necessary. I would not recommend any of you do elective C-sections. You kind of see this. There are women who do this because they don't want to lose their quote, vaginal integrity. They're more concerned about their vagina losing its uh, youthful nature, I I would suppose, and not thinking about their long-term health. We know the recovery from cutting through your abdominal and uterine wall is longer. You're at a higher risk of infections. can't drive. You can't lift stuff for quite some time. And we know the studies are pretty conclusive, even though this article from CNN doesn't really talk about it, but your kids do have a higher rate of infections because, again, they don't have the microbiome inhabiting their own gut when they're going through the vajayjay. And so if they're not going through the vagina and they're going from the, 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 the sterile field to the hospital, they're more likely to get these pathogenic bacteria. So the takeaway, ladies, is unless it's absolutely, absolutely necessary, deliver all natural And moreover, breastfeed, 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 breastfeed. It's good for you. You'll burn calories. It's a natural contraceptive. It gives the baby immunity. It helps the baby have a stronger immune system. And it's good for bonding. And there's a host of reasons. So, guys, just remember all this. All right, the website's Naturopathic Earth. Go check out the articles. If you want to help me out, buy Confessions of an Obi Shot for $2.99 on Amazon Kindle or Barnes & Noble Nook. You can click on the Clarity link on the episode notes if you want to do some one-on-one counseling for weight loss, weight management, toxins in the food, eat clean, all that stuff. It's only a dollar a minute, which is very reasonable. If you want to help us out in a more passive way, go to the website Naturopathic Earth and click on the food articles and click on the Amazon icons and that takes you to Amazon and anything you purchase on Amazon, we get a 2% commission at no expense to you. So do that as well. And of course, we have the crown fetting accounts through PayPal me and Patreon. Click on those links and you can help us out. And as always, always listen to our other two podcasts, the essential oils and herbal apothecary. We're just releasing one on myrrh and on oregano, oil of oregano and confessions of an obese child. And please post a review until next time. Take care. God bless. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to NPE Radio and Holistic Health News. Visit our website at naturopathicearth.com. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Holistic News Now and at our Facebook page at Naturopathic Earth. Please consider a donation at patreon.com slash naturopathicearth. Buy the Confessions of an Obese Child ebook on Amazon or Barnes & Noble Nook. Consider subscribing to our podcast. And as always, please post an honest review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to this. And remember, the core belief at NPE, let food be thy medicine, let nature be thy healer. Until next time, music courtesy of Nine Inch Nails.